This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. I'm so thrilled today. I'm so excited. Is joining us today, right after he finished his beat, just finished talking to the Splash Bros, was there for finally the Warriors getting a win on the road since, what, January 30th? January Um, 30th. Craziness. It's CJ Holmes from the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you so much. CJ is an amazing writer. Y'all should already be following him if you're not following him. Um... And also, he's my frat brother, so shout out to him for that. So, CJ, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, let's get into it. Let's get into this game. So, the Warriors finally got a road win, but you've been with them, right? Like, on the road for this trip. And this is the first win. So, what, they've lost two or three on the road now before this game? On this road trip. Let's see. I don't mean overall. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously they've lost 11 and uh, 11 straight overall, but they lost to LA. They lost to Atlanta. They lost to Memphis. Memphis. You know, all the days kind of just they at this point together the for you, right? blend together. But LA, Atlanta, Memphis, and uh, they finally got one tonight here uh, in Houston. So when you're with them on the road like this, um, like what? Because I know what they get into the post game and say we hear it, but a, a lot of it's the same shit we've been hearing all season anyway. So, but you're around them, you get to observe them, you have conversations that we're not privy to, and I'm not asking you to reveal anything off the record. But like, what is the mood that you sort of observe from them? Like when they come to the post game and say that shit, is that real, or like are they like are they worried? Are they nervous? No, it was a it was a pretty upbeat vibe today. And you know, to be completely honest, as you know, someone who's traveled with this team all season long, um, they're pretty even killed most of the time, whether they win or lose. There's only been maybe a handful of games um where they've come out of it and you could tell that the mood was a little sour. Uh, but you know, I'll tell you what Curry told us in post game. I'm not sure if you guys heard it, but 
you know, Curry said it feels good. Of course it feels good. And this is something we're supposed to be doing. Winning games on the road is something we're supposed to be doing. And, you know, it feels good having some extra smiles walking off the court and for, you know, the effort of the night to actually mean something in terms of like winning. Right. But, you know, one thing that stood out is Curry said that we're not celebrating anything, though. Right. Like this, this is who we're supposed to be. We know we have to play better um, down the stretch. Uh, but, you know, it's good to finally get this losing streak behind them. And now they're hoping that, you know, this could create some momentum and lead to another win Wednesday night in Dallas and what's setting up to be a pretty high stakes game in terms of seeding. Okay. Um, I don't want to monopolize. I have a few questions, but Justin, I'm going to let you lob it over to you. So I'm not taking up too much time. <laughs> you know, I can go oh. on. Yeah, I'm saying you go ahead. I have a few other questions, but I'll get there. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah. Um, what's like, I mean, I guess you already said, like, what's the vibe of the team? But um, is the coaching staff, I guess, like on the same page as, as the players? Like, do you get a different vibe from Steve Kerr? Because um, it's just been at varying points of the season just look like, you know, he's been trying to get them to, you know, do certain things and it just hasn't been, you know, on the same page as the players. So what's, what's the vibe you get from Kerr? Um, like I said, I, it's pretty even killed across the board between the players and coaches. You know, obviously after win, players, coaches a little more upbeat. Um, you know, Kerr cracks a couple smiles in post game. Um, and, you know, just, just, just keeps it light. You know, you know, when you're when you win, it's supposed to be like. Right. Um, so I'd say it's pretty even killed across the board. And uh, Kerr was vibing. Kerr was a vibe. Yeah, I bet he was. I'm not a fan of Kerr. That's sort of a known thing, but I'm not here to bash him today. I just <laughs> I'm still annoyed by him the other night. Talk about them threes at the end of the game. What game was that? Let's with those were good shots. When you down one. I don't want to hear that. So, um, <laughs> but how, how is Steph? Because Jordan like fell into him and we saw him get on the bike and he was rolling around. So how is his, what was his leg? How, how's he feeling? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to play, but any indication and like, was he limping or anything like after the game that you could visibly see? You know, considering the fact that Steph's already missed 20 plus games this season with, you know, two separate injuries, anytime that man hits the floor, it's like Warriors fans. You, you, if, you, if you're quiet enough, you can hear the collect, collective gasp of Warriors fans across the country. I'm yeah. um, hoping he gets up fine. And, you know, about midway through the second quarter there, it looked like another one of those freak accidents. Jordan drives into the paint and you know, gets fouled hard. Steph's just making his way across the baseline. Uh, Jordan falls into his leg and Steph gets up limping and he's taking his lap around the stadium, you know, grimacing and, and, and limping with every step. And you're thinking, oh, here we go again for them. But, you know, Steph came out the game, um, spent a couple minutes on the bench before he went over to the bike. Um, he wasn't on the bike too long until the Warriors sent out a text and said, Steph is fine. Um, he's going to go back into the game uh, whenever <laughs> Steve's ready to put him back in. Um, so, if there were any questions um, regarding how Steph was feeling, he pretty much answered them with the way he played in the fourth quarter tonight. Uh, right. 11, 11 points, 
Uh, Clay Thompson added 10 more in the fourth. A vintage Splash Brothers performance down the stretch, um, willing them back to victory. You know, and although their combined scoring was a huge factor in their fourth quarter run, Steve also credited um, the combined defensive efforts of, I want to say, was uh, John Kaminga, Draymond Green, Anthony Lamb. Uh, Kerr really liked the way they were switching defensively, and that helped stifle any hopes of any type of Houston comeback tonight. Um, but Steph is fine. Um, he made it very clear after the game he was fine. No visible limping. You know, on his way to the press conference room, the locker room, he's good okay. to go and should play Wednesday in Dallas. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I expected that. I expected him to play. Um, I know unless it's something like really crazy, he's probably not going to miss any more games because it's <laughs> what is it like nine games left and they need him. They mm -hmm. need wins. So, um, Look, the fan base, we'll take it. We'll we'll take any win, even if it's against the Rockets. But it was still not like – it wasn't like a win that was, like, so dominant. You know, like, the, the Rockets got back in it. it. It was close. So maybe this is finally the step in the right direction. I'm not sure. But, you know, I, I think, like, Draymond, you, you tweeted something from Draymond. What did he say? Like – oh, our focus level was pathetic to start the game. I just always wonder when players say stuff like that, it's like, okay, but why is that? Like, like y'all are the ones on the floor, so if it's pathetic, why was it? Like, <laughs> you're a part of it. So why was their, their, their focus level to start like this when they know that they have to win? That's been the question all season long, um, even more so on the road. Uh, the home away splits of the Golden State Warriors this season are – you know, mind blowing. You know, they're arguably the best team in the NBA at home. But when they go on the road, they're arguably the worst. Um, and that question of focus, you know, from the opening tip through the full 48 minutes is something that hasn't been there consistently all season and reflects in their road record, reflects in the 11 game losing streak on the road that they just snapped. Um, why is that the case? Um, who knows, right? Who, who knows? Um, none of us writers can seem to figure it out. It's different theories floating around, but, you know, there's a lot of things that have held this Warriors team back this season. Focus is one of them. The constant absences um, and injuries have been another thing. Um, I think Kerr likes to call them stops and starts, right? Every time this team seems to be picking up momentum, it it, 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 it dies somehow, right? They won five in a row at Chase Center, entering their last three-game road trip. They go on the road, lose three in a row, right? So the stops and starts have really defined this season for the Warriors. And, you know, at this point, they are what their record says they are. Literally, they are what their stats say they are, literally. And, you know, knowing that locker room can figure out why they aren't focused from the jump. Steph can't figure it out. Dre can't figure it out. Clay has no idea. If you ask them, they'll say the same thing. Uh, but the point of the matter is they are still in a position um, to make the playoffs. Uh, they are still in position to avoid the play-in tournament with a strong finish. And as long as that – focus returns by the time postseason play starts. I think they're confident in that locker room that they'll be in good hands. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you confident? 
do you think like where what do you think is the Warriors stealing this year? You know, that's that's a good question because they're one of the only teams in the NBA where you could say that they could miss the playoffs altogether or go win a championship, you know, like Steph, Clay, and Dre, that dynastic core is still intact. John Kaminga is playing some of his best basketball um here down the stretch. Uh, the Warriors could be getting Gary Payton back in the next call in, in the next week or so. Um, because his uh, 10-day reevaluation period is coming up here soon. And you can see Gary walking around the halls of the tunnel. You can tell he's ready to go. And, you know, you get Andrew Wiggins back in the fold at some point. Um, you know, there's no confirmation if he'll even be back this season. But you get Andrew Wiggins back in the, in the, in the fold. This team goes into the postseason healthy. They're still the Golden State Warriors at the end of the day. Um, they're still virtually unbeatable at Chase Center. Um, so you definitely don't want to get them in a situation where they can somehow come back and grab home court advantage, um, you know, at least in the first round. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, this team will go as far as number 30 can take him. And when he can take them and when he has been healthy on the court this season, he has been playing some of the best basketball of his career. Clay Thompson's been playing some of the best basketball of his career offensively over the second half of the season. Um, those factors alone, they're still not a team you want to see come playoff time. Um, a lot of people don't want to hear it, but when you look at the Western Conference, uh, you know, top to bottom, who are you really scared of, right? And, right. and again, matching them up against the Warriors in the seven-game series, Denver. Who's beating them four times? Denver, That's the question I, we keep asking on here. No. We can't. We're like, I don't. Not anyone in the West. No. I, just, I don't see it in the West if they're if they're healthy. Just take a look at it, Denver. I'm not sure. You know, Phoenix. Do they have enough depth after the KD trades? KD going to be healthy come playoff time? Um, Memphis, who knows what they got going on out there? The Kings, good story, but do they know how to win? They're young. Do they know how to win? You know, the road to the NBA Finals in the West might still go through Golden State, but the Warriors got to get there to make it happen. So in a potential, you know, first-round matchup, who would you say that you would prefer to see between Sacramento and Memphis? Because, I mean – Memphis sure has won one playoff series, but you can ask the same question about them. Do they know how to win? Right. Like they, they lost the Warriors last year. They lost to Utah, I believe two years ago. Um, they have one series win under their belt and that series really, they were losing for majority of that series and they kind of squeaked by, um, you know, so- yeah, Whether- Justin and I, I'm sorry, Justin and I keep trying to answer this question because we differ. So I'm curious to think what, curious to hear what you think like who's the more favorable matchup for the Warriors you know I think whether Memphis knows how to win right now is subjective I think the real question I think the real factor when it comes to the Grizzlies is they know the sting of defeat right they've lost to this Warriors team um all the all the all the trash talk between them you know Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green there's a lot of animosity uh going on in that if you know if that is a series and that's a dangerous series to be in, and the Warriors are 0-2 at, um, at FedEx Forum this season, and I think they've lost but like a combined like 85 points or something in that range over their last three trips in that building. Um, then when you got the Kings, like I said, really good story. I don't want to take away what Mike Brown's been able to do with that team this year, the type of season that you know De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, all those guys, they've been bombing this year, but at the same time, I'm not sure, you know, how many guys on that roster outside of Kevin Herter and maybe a Harrison Barnes, you know, have been to the postseason, played a significant role and know how to have success. Right. 
Um, mm -hmm. So if, if, if you're choosing between those two teams, Sacramento or Memphis, I think the Warriors would want to see Sacramento. They don't have to travel far from home for this series. When they go on the road, you know, Warriors fans are going to be, there's going to be just as many Warriors fans in that arena as they're going to be um, Kings fans. I think that's the matchup they're going to want to see. Um, I think they're going to want to see that matchup based solely alone on Sacramento's inexperience and, in, you know, playoff situations. Now, if you, I know if you talk to them, they're going to be like, we don't care who we see, but have they indicated at all? I mean, it's looking a little ahead, but have they indicated at all if they have any preference? They don't care. I, I, I can promise you the Warriors do not care who they play in the playoffs. They're just hoping to avoid the play-in tournament because in the playoff in the play-in tournament format, anything can happen and they mess around and, and get a low know. seed. They could be going home. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, they 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 know personally firsthand <laughs> <laughs> what that could um, be like. I mean, I, I want Sacramento too. Like, if if they're gonna remain six, and Justin has convinced me that it's actually better for them to like not even try to go for the fourth seed because it's still it's still a little in reach. Um, but that six is basically better than four, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And he's convinced me now just because of like the potential of the teams that they would play, what side of the bracket they'd be on. So I think I'm okay with them if they don't, you know, get like, if they don't guarantee themselves first round in the playoffs, but that's the way I look at it. I'm like the Kings. I'm like, that's going to be like a, that's going to be like a home series for the, for the Warriors and they mm -hmm. don't have to travel. So that's, that's how I look at it. But also the Grizzlies make me nervous. Not because I don't think the Warriors can beat them, but they always injuring people. Dylan Brooks injured Kyrie tonight. I just, and when you think about last year and the series was just so toxic and unnecessary, I just don't want to see them. I'm over them little niglets, man. I don't want to see them. Look, I think that the, I think the NBA should change the playoff format altogether. Just take the top sixteen teams, seat them one through sixteen, Thank regardless you. of conference, Thank and you. let them go at it. I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this for years. Thank you, finally, someone else has, has said this. Like, <laughs> we need new rivalries. We need other. No, I'm not the only. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, we're not the two only people that think this, but like. I've been saying 116 is just going to be way better. Just do away with conferences. Keep the divisions. We already do away with conferences in the All-Star game. We might as well just do it in the regular – not in the regular season, in the in the playoffs, right? And then you just get the two best teams overall guaranteed to play them – well, at least close to guaranteed to playing each other in the finals instead of just the best West team and the best East team, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all for that 116 matchup. So before we move on, I do have like one more question. It's sort of about this game, but just overall, like watching the Warriors over this road trip. Cause I think people, and I get it. Like it's fair. The road record is abysmal. So I understand like everyone calling the Warriors into question, but I actually think even though they are still ultimately losing the games, I feel like they are actually playing a little better on the road now than they were earlier in this season so let me first stop there and say would, would you agree with that or do you do you disagree I agree and uh Kerr definitely sees it too it's funny because after the game he said that you know ironically although we won this game I think this was the worst of the four we've played um on this current road trip um so they are taking steps um they've been getting off the better starts and they haven't been getting ran out the gym and why did he think that 
that it was well, the worst of the four that they played. Well, they had 14 turnovers in the first half, so okay. I'll do it. I'll do it to you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they, you know they're, they're taking they're taking the proper steps, right? And it's good to see that as the regular season winds down. Um, so you know what their record is on the road, they could win all their remaining road games. They're still going to be far below 500. So at this point. You know, they just want to make that progress on the road. So when you have to go do it for real, um, come postseason time, um, you're, they're in much better standings.